You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon pong araw na ito, magpapatuloy ho tayo sa ating pagtalakay natin ng ating, uh, ng ating uh, bago pong series, Truth Be Told. God has given us a mission to go and make disciples. We are called the church. But we are a church not just for ourselves. We must. We are a church, yes, and we have a mission to fulfill that would affect many people on the surface of the earth. And God is really expecting us to do that. What we do determines who we are. That's our identity. If we go and make disciples because we are church, that's who we are. And our goal is not just to bring transformation to individuals, but also transformation to different nations of the world. It means in the four corners of our society. Now, ito pong parable na pag-aaral natin maganda. Pero tignan natin yung mga, yung, tignan natin sandali yung kabuuan ng mga parable sa pag-aaralan po natin. Okay? Dito po makikita natin, last week pinag-aaralan natin yung tinatawag na the parable of the sower. Which sabi nga natin, mas maganda kung parable of the soil yung ginamit dyan. No? Pero ang nakalagay ko sabay, parable of the sower. Pero pinag-usapan yung apat na klase ng nakikinig ng salita ng Diyos. Okay? So kasama na ron yung natutulog pagka-service. Kaya wag po ninyong kayong tutulog-tulog. Okay? Then parable of the mustard seed and yeast. Okay? Pangatlo po, pangatlong linggo next week, parable of the prodigal son. Gustong-gusto kong i-preach ito. Paborito ko ito eh. Parable of the prodigal son. Kaya magdala ko kayo ng mga kaluluwa next week. Ho. Okay, maganda yung topic na yan. Then next is parable of the good Samaritan. Yan. Susunod is the parable of the workers. Next is parable of the ten minas. Then parable of the rich fool. And lastly, the parable of the shrewd manager. Now, the parable has the intention to reveal and to hide. To reveal the truth of what God is saying to those people who are seeking God. To those who are awake every preaching. To those who are so interested to know God more and to know His Word. But to hide the revelation to those who are not really interested. To those who are just taking the Word of God for granted. Ito yung kadalasan, ito yung madalas matulog. Yan. Okay, misan hindi pa tapos sa service, umaalis na. Okay, bato-bato sa langit ha. Okay, tamaan po sana. Okay, ngayon po oras na ito. <laughs> Pag-aaralan is the parable of the mustard seed and yeast. Again, parable, the intention is for us to dig deeper. Because once you hear the parable, you cannot understand it right away. So your intention is to dig deeper. Kaya katulad ng mga disciples niya, inaalap, ano bang ibig sabihin ng Lord? Why? Because they were really so interested to know the revelation of God. Amen? So, ganun din, maaaring, pagkarinig nyo ng Word of God, hindi nyo kaagad maintindihan, pero kailangan lang gising ka. Kinakailangan, bukas yung tenga mo, kinakailangan, nagtatanong ka, bakit? Because you are so interested to know the Word of God. Amen? So, the parable has the intention for us to dig deeper on the revelation of God's truth. Now, so honestly, ito, it has something to do again with, uh, with the word that's planted in our hearts. Okay? Ang ating pong pag-uusapan and it talks about the kingdom of God. Dumayo po tayo lahat at pag-uusapan po natin ito at basahin natin sa Luke 13 verses 18 to 21. Samahan po ninyo akong basahin ito, Luke 13 verses 18 to 21. 1, 2, 3. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? 
it is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is the yeast that a woman took and mixed it into about 60 pounds of lard until it worked all through the door. Let's just bow down our head and let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time that you have given us to fellowship and to study your word. Lord, awaken us by your truth. And I ask you, Father God, to let your Holy Spirit give us divine illumination so we can understand it and apply it in our lives. Thank you so much. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, this we pray. Amen. Amen. The parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. Para maintindihan natin ang gusto yung parable dahil sa pamamagitan ng mustard seed and yeast, ikinumpare yung kingdom of God. Magkaroon lang po muna tayo ng basic understanding kung ano ang ibig sabihin ng kingdom of God. Now, sa book of Luke po, kung mapapansin ho ninyo, kung kayo po ay nagbabasa ng Bible at binasa nyo na yung book of Luke, ito po ay una sa lahat ay chronological in order. Pangalawa po ay marami siyang tinatawag na reversals. God is going, sabi nyo those who humble themselves will be exalted and those who exalt themselves will be humbled. Yung small would become big. Marami pong mga reversals. Now, ito po sa pagpapahayag ng parables of the mustard seed and these, ganun din po yung ginamit dito ni Luke. Kaya, kuntindihin mo natin muna kung ano yung ibig sabihin ng kingdom of God para maintindihan natin yung buong kingdom of, eh, buong parable. Ang ibig sabihin po una ng the word kingdom is king's dominion. Sabi nyo, king's dominion. Kaya, two, ano yun, parang dalawang word na pinag-isa. Kaya, kingdom. King's dominion. Ibig sabihin, sa isang kingdom, mayroong king at saka mayroong dominion. Tama ko ba? Dominion is the territory. King, and we know who is the king. We know Jesus Christ is the king. Now, Luke, sa Luke 17, verse 20 to 21, may isang eksenang nagtanong ang pariseyo. And now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, See here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Ang mga Pharisee during that time had a perspective of what the kingdom of God based on what Prophet Daniel said. There are actually two kinds of kingdom, the invisible kingdom and the ultimate kingdom. That's the visible kingdom. So yung una, invisible, yung isa ay visible kingdom. From, alam na mga Pharisee yung sulat ni Daniel because Daniel was a prophet and he prophesied about the coming kingdom. And talking, talking about Christ would literally reign. Di ba alam natin si Jesus, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's both Lord of the heaven and Lord of the earth. Okay. Now, we know that when Jesus Christ comes, as we have studied in the past series that we have, Jesus Christ would come here on earth and would literally assume the position of being the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the President of all Presidents. Okay? Literally, Christ would come here and reign. Kaya yung tanong ng mga Pariseo, sama valid. But that visible kingdom will not happen and will not come unless the spiritual kingdom would take place. Now, ano yung spiritual kingdom nito? Sabi ka dito, the kingdom of God is within you. 
Sabi mo sa katabi mo, the kingdom of God is within you. Sa Tagalog, para mas madaling maintindihan, ang pagahari ng Diyos ay nasa iyong puso. Okay? The kingdom of God is within you. There is a king, and that's Jesus, and the dominion is our heart. Jesus is within us, Jesus is king within us and over us, therefore the kingdom of God is within us. You mga parisayo, so concerned about the coming of the kingdom, ang sinasabi dito ni Jesus, unless the invisible kingdom has come, unless Jesus has come in your heart first, the visible kingdom will not come. That is why, as part of the church, we have the obligation to proclaim the gospel and to, to see to it that this gospel of the kingdom will advance in the hearts of many people. Alam natin, Jesus yung king ng heaven and the earth. Dito po sa earth, as if parang, parang hindi pa siya king eh. Kasi magulo pa ang mundo. Yes, because... In our perspective, and this is what the Bible says, that the kingdom of God is within our hearts. Now, there will come that time that Christ's kingdom would visibly come and He would assume the position of being the King of kings and Lord of lords and no one can contest that, no one can hinder that because that will surely come. Amen. And somehow, to us, that is our confidence. Now, para maintindihan ninyo, Okay, yung kingdom of God within us, sabi ng John chapter 3, verse 3, ito, alam ko familiar kayo dito. Verily, verily, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Wala raw makakakita ng kaharian ng Diyos maliban na siya ay isilang na muli. Ano pa ang born again? Ang born again, hindi religion, hindi organization, hindi sekta. Ito ay isang karanasan. Karanasan na isinuko mo yung buhay mo kay Yeso Kristo at tinanggap mo siya bilang Panginoon mo at sariling tagapagligtas. Ang human spirit mo ay isinilang na muli o nabuhay na muli because we used to be dead because of sin. But now we were made alive in Christ Jesus. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, buhay ka na. Mukha ba? Okay. So buhay na tayo, isinilang na tayong muli. Spiritual experience yon. Okay. Hindi mo kinakailangan may nararamdaman ka nung nag-altar call at lumapit ka rito, hindi na nga kailangan nanginig ka. Hindi kailangan yun. Para masabihin na born, naging ka na. Bakit? Kasi nanginig ako eh. Ha? Kasi parang may kuryenteng pumasok sa akin. Hindi naman ako nakakabit sa kuryente. Hindi kinakailangan ganun. It's not based on feeling because faith is not based on feeling. Amen? Now, para ito pagharian tayo ng Diyos, kinakailangan ma-born again tayo inalay natin yung buhay natin sa Panginoon at tinanggap natin si Jesus. That's what you call the spiritual kingdom of God within us. Now, dito sa Revelation 11 verse 15, this will be the future reality. The seventh angel sounded his trumpet and there were loud voices in heaven which said, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord. Because from the fall of men, simula nun, since that time, alam natin na si Satan tinawag na God of this world or God of this age. Okay? Si Jesus, yes, He's God of heaven, He's the Lord of heaven, He's the Lord of earth, but He is Lord over the heart of the believers first. And eventually, He would literally, and everyone would see that He is really the true 
God of this world. Amen. Si, si Satan, kinuha yun. Kinuha yung ganong position. Now, the kingdom of the world, the world that we live in, has become the kingdom of our Lord and His Messiah and He will reign forever and ever. Amen. Kaya mayroong tinatawag na forever. Forever and ever. Sabi niyo, forever and ever. Magpasa walang hanggan. Okay. <laughs> Pag dumating si Jesus, His reign shall have no end. Walang katapusan. So could you imagine what life would be when that time comes? Ibabalik ni Lord ang mundong ito in His original creation or even more. So that would be the picture of that. Okay? Okay, magalala, kakain pa rin kayo. Pero magugulat kayo, hindi kayo nagugutong, pero kumakain kayo. Ah, galing, ano? Okay. God is just giving us the picture of that visible kingdom that would come later. But it will not happen, it will not come unless we allow Jesus to be Lord of our lives first and advance this kingdom in the earth. Sabi ng Matthew 24 verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. So meron tayo tawag the gospel of the kingdom. And this is our duty to spread the gospel of the kingdom. Ano yung sabi ng the end? It means the end of the church age. We are on a church age. Sabi nyo church age. And we are somehow transitioning to the kingdom age. So, nasa preparatory moment na tayo na kahit narito pa tayo sa church age, we are preparing now for the kingdom age wherein Christ will literally reign as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, sa mensahe pong ito natin nung pag-aaralan, sa parable na ito, may two messages about the kingdom of God. First is about growth. Second is about transformation. So, unahin po natin yung growth. Okay. Nakakita na po ba kayo ng mustard seed? Ganyan po ang itsura, parang paminta, no? Pero mas maliit pa yata yan sa paminta. Okay? Yan po ang itsura ng mustard seed. Pag pinagsama-sama, ganyan siya. Parang, no, isang piraso, parang walang saisay, di ba? Parang walang halaga. Napakaliit. Anong magagawa niyan? Okay? So, dahil sa maliit, parang, misan, tatapon mo na lang yan. Okay? Wala kang makikitang halaga ng napakaliit na yan. Now, ito po yung tinatawag ng mustard tree. Kita nyo yung mga ibon na be-blessed doon sa puno na yon at dumadapo sila. Okay? Yung puno na yan, hindi naman kataasang puno yan. Okay? Maliit na puno lang din huyan. But, could you imagine yung napakaliit na buto, biglang yung makikitang napakalaki at hindi lamang yon kundi marami ang nabibless, maraming ibon ang dumadapo at nakikinabang sa puno ng mustasa. Now, tignan natin ngayon yung sinabi ng verse 18. Then Jesus asked, what is, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? Verse 19, it is like a mustard seed. Sabi niyo, mustard seed. Which a man took and planted in his garden, then it grew. Alam ba ninyo na ang mustard seed kahit sa ninyo itanim? Basta siguradong naitanim ay siguradong lalago. Kasi mataba siyang buto. Yun pong katangian niya. Kahit sa ang lupa siya itanim, basta naitanim, okay, ng maayos, ito po ay lalago. Okay? It grew and it became a tree. And the birds perch in its branches. Alam natin na minsan sa buhay natin, 
nagtanim ng buto ng salita ng Diyos sa puso natin. Nakarinig tayo ng salita ng Diyos and we heard the gospel of Christ Jesus. Christ and His gospel were planted in our hearts. When you talk about advancing God's kingdom, ibig sabihin, ang intensyon nito ay hindi lamang para tayo maligtas, kundi sa pamamagitan natin, maligtas din ng ibang tao. Minsan iniisip natin, and we become so selfish, pag iniisip natin, ah, nabor na ginako, okay na ako. Magiging maginawa ng buhay ko. Pag may problema ako, magpe-pray lang ako kay Lord, sasagutin niya ang prayer ko. Pag may sakit ako, hingi lang ako ng healing, pagagalingin na ako ni Lord. And sometimes, we just become so self-centered and we don't think of other people. Sometimes you don't think about your family. Hindi pa nakakilala kay Lord. Sometimes you don't think of your friends, office mates, classmates. You don't think about your society. You don't think about your nation. We are not supposed to have that kind of attitude. Nung maitanim ang salita ng Diyos sa puso natin, God has blessed us. Do, do you agree? We have the greatest blessing. Jesus Christ is the greatest blessing. Naniniwala kayo doon? Now, tayo ay hindi lamang para ma-bless. Hindi lamang para pagka tumawag tayo, bi-bless tayo ni Lord, may problema ka, lulutasin ni Lord. Hindi lang ganun. Hindi lang to be blessed. Hindi lang magkaroon tayo ng eternal life. Bless tayo. God called us also to be a blessing to others. Amen. Ang mustard seed ay napakaliit. Para bang walang saysay. It's like, it appears to be so insignificant. Para ba siyang walang, wala kang mapapala. Pero ang sinasabi rito ng Panginoon, the small would, will become big. Kahit ang church natin ay nagsimula sa maliit, makita natin kung paano ito lumaki. Bakit? Dahil nat sa atin ang matabang buto, ang masustansyang buto si Jesus at ang kanyang salita. Naborn again tayo, then we, we are no longer contented na tayo lang naborn again. Iyain mo yung kapatid mo, iyain mo yung tatay mo, nanay mo, yung kaibigan mo. The kingdom of God is also advancing to them. Amen. And you are sharing to them the greatest blessing of all and that is having a personal relationship with Christ Jesus. While it is true, ang mga tao, kanilang pananaw lang ay mapagpala lang sila. Akala na that's what Christianity is all about. For, for us, Christianity is more than that. You know what? In our society today, people's perspective is this. Nisip nila ng church is declining. Yes, maybe partly that is true. The church is declining, especially sa Europe. Alam nyo, mga, uh, sa, sa Europe po, napipenetrator ng maraming Muslim na Marami doon mga churches, mga basilika pa nga na nabili na at ginagawang mosque. At nakalulungkot dahil bumababa talaga ang Christianity sa Europe. No? Dahil ang mga tao maunlad, maganda ang buhay, iniisip nila that yun lang ang ibig sabihin ng Christianity. Kaya dahil sa maunlad sila, hindi nila kailangan ng Diyos sa buhay nila. You get my point? Hindi lang naman sa Europe nagkakaroon ng maraming mindset nang nagkakaroon ng ganong klase ng mindset, lalo na pag may kaya sa buhay. Di ba? Pagka may problema ka, kita mo lagi present pagka Sunday service. Pero pagka wala ng problema, ayaw nang pumunta eh. No? Hindi ko naman sinasabing lahat. Nagpaparinig lang naman ako. <laughs> may mga ganong tao, no? pagka, wala akong trabaho. 
Nagkaroon ng trabaho. Pastor, busy kasi ako. Ang dami kong trabaho. Lord, wala pa akong boyfriend. Tayo, malapit na ako yung biyahe. Diba? Tapos nung binigay ni Lord yung boyfriend, kasi wala ako. Kasi nag-date kami ng boyfriend ko. Niyaya niya ako manood ng sini. Eh, marami sa, maraming tao ganun kasi ganun lang ang tingin nila sa kristyanismo. Pag may kailangan, lapit lang kay Lord. Si Lord parang bangko, parang ospital. Okay? Now, ang sinasabi sa atin ng Panginoon, we are like a mustard seed. Tatanan tayo ng buto ng salita ng Diyos. Tinanggap natin si Jesus sa buhay natin. It is God's intention to make this seed big and be a blessing to other people. Maging blessing tayo sa ating society. Maging blessing tayo kung saan tayo iniligay ng Panginoon. Yes, it is true, may pag-decline sa Christianity. Christianity is being challenged. But the kingdom of God will grow and advance despite the opposing mindset. Marami pong challenges na hinaharap ang kingdom of God in this earth. Marami mga restricted nations. Bawal mga aral ang salita ng Panginoon. Maraming, especially in the Middle East, persecuted ang mga believers. Siguro narinig nyo rin sa mga balita, ilan na yung mga Kristiyanong sinunog dahil sa kanilang pananampalataya especially to restricted nations. Yes, Christianity will always be challenged. Why? Because it is the Lord's vision to see this kingdom expand. And the duty of the enemy is to hinder that. Pigilan ang paglago ng kingdom of God in this earth. But I do believe when the devil, when the devil say no, that's already the beginning of our victory. Amen. Mahirap kasi Kung di mo na nasasalubong ang demonyo, baka kasabay mo siya. <laughs> di ba? Kasi pag nakasalubong, sabi mo, magka-opposite kayo, you're fulfilling the will of God, is hindering you from fulfilling the will of God. Pero pag hindi mo na siya nakasalubong, nasa na kaya ang demonyo, yung pala kasabay mo, isa kayong direksyon na pinupuntahan. <laughs> Mahirap yun. Di ba? The kingdom of God will grow in advance despite the opposing mindset. Now, in the light of this truth, yes, we are the, the Christianity in some nations, isolated nations, uh, Christianity is nagdi-decline. So many restricted nations and that's a challenge tayo. But the promise of the Lord will prevail. That this mustard seed will grow and many birds will, will perch into it. Ibig sabihin, maraming mabibless sa pag-expand ng God's kingdom. Amen. And I'm not talking about a religious group here. I'm not talking about an organization here. And I'm not talking about Victory Christian Fellowship. I'm not talking about every nation. I'm talking about everyone who received Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. That whether you are in church or not in church, God's kingdom will advance because you are the mustard seed in those places. Amen. Come on. Therefore, how do we respond to the assurance of the Lord that this mustard seed will grow despite opposition, despite the decline that we are experiencing? What is our response? First, we must believe the promise of God. Say, believe. Believe, believe on the promise of God. Anything that is not of faith is sin. How much more if you will not believe on something that God has already promised? Regardless of what we see around, regardless of the persecution we see, this kingdom will continue to advance and will continue to grow until Jesus Christ comes back again. Our duty is to pray and to believe 
that what God has said is true. Second, we need to grow. We cannot just stand here and see the kingdom of God expanding and yet we are not participating. Adyan po ba kayo? Sa isang basketball, halimbawa, laban ng Hinebra at Miralco. Halimbawa lang, ha? <laughs> Mahirap yung nakaupo ka lang, hindi nag-chichir ka sa mga kasama mo, bangko ka na nga, hindi pa, di ba? Pero kita nyo, si Helterbrand at saka nung si Kagiway, ipinasok. Bigla silang nag-produce, gumawa ng maraming score. Bagamat matagal na nakaupo si Helterbrand, bakante Pero dahil berde niya nung araw na yun, pinasok siya. Ay siya na significant sa kanilang pagkapanalo. We need to grow as a person. Ibig sabihin, o as a believer, may contribution ka sa kingdom of God. The question is, you may be sitting right there and you may be learning from me, but should you be contented just sitting right there and listening and sometimes sleeping? Be discipled. Sa Bible, sa, sa bahay ninyo, magbasa kayo ng Bible. Magpray kayo. Be part of our worship and prayer night every first Thursday of the month. Let us take part in what God is doing. We need to be where the action is. The kingdom of God is active. But if you are not participating, you are not responding to the call of God. Amen. Later on, magkakaroon pa tayo ng mga another church planting. Magkakaroon tayo ng church planting sa Paranaque. The question is, taga-Paranaque ka, are you willing to participate? Yes. What is your role? Sino rito mga taga-Paranaque, taas ang kamay? Oh, tanya. We need to participate because you, we may start small, but we know that the kingdom of God will advance and it will eventually be big. Amen? That's the promise of the Lord. We need to grow in our discipleship. We need to grow in our faith. We need to grow on the way we read the Word of God. We pray. As a believer, we need to grow. Because unless we grow, we can never participate significantly. Third is we need to evangelize. Go to those nearest you, to your Jerusalem, and share the Word of God. Yung ginawa ni Lord sa inyo, that's your stepping stone towards sharing the gospel to them. And that's your way of connecting with them and share the Word of God and eventually share Jesus Christ so that they can receive Him as their Lord and personal Savior. Fourth response is, be a blessing to everyone. You know, the best way to connect with people is when you start blessing them. Kasi magtataka sila eh. Bakit kaya, ano bang meron tong tao gito at lagi niya akong binibless? Eventually, malalaman niya, kaya pala niya binibless, kasi blessed pala siya ni Lord. Then, again, that can be a jumping point for you to share the gospel to that person. That is our response as believers of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's talk about transformation. And bahagi ng sinabi ni Jesus ay yung tayo ay yeast. Okay? The Again, he asked, what shall I compare to the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Sino kung mahilig sa donut dito, taas ang kamay? Ha? Ano ba yung mga donut natin? Jayco. Pizza. Ha? Tinapay. Oh, mga bread. Di ba? Now, sabi rito, it is like a yeast 
Para saan ba yung yeast? Pampaalsa, hindi ba? So anong ginagawa? Minimix siya saan? Sa floor. So yung itsura niya, ganito ha, papakita ko sa inyo. Yan, 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 itsura ng yeast. Okay? Kumukuha lang ng kapraso at inihahalo doon sa floor. Okay? Pag inihalo, magkukorte na, mag-iiba na itsura. Kita nyo yan? Ano ang finished product? Wow, mainit-init pa. Ano ang ibig sabihin ng the kingdom of God is like a yeast? Ibig sabihin, we can make a great difference and we can be an agent of change, an agent of transformation to where God has placed us. Because we have Jesus planted in our hearts. Because we have Jesus in our hearts, we are like a yeast. Saan tayo ilagay, we can affect change. We can make an impact. We can make a great difference. Out of the old situation, you can create change and make a new situation. A better situation. Now, the kingdom of God has unstoppably permeates all areas of society to affect change. Di ba yung yeast, paglagay doon, iniahalo siya, hindi ba? Right? So, kung titignan parang insignificant yung yung amount ng yeast, iahalo sa napakaraming arena, pero pagka iniahalo na, tapos ibinake na, nag-iiba na ang itsura at iba na. It's, it, it becomes a different thing now. Amen. Nagkakaroon ng pagbabago. The question is, are we yeast before God? In your office, kung maraming corruption doon at nandun ka, ikaw ba'y nadadala ng corruption o ikaw ay nakaka-apekto sa kanila para mawala ang corruption? Sa barkada mo, nakikita ba nila yung liwanag ni Kristo o kung sila'y nasa dilim? Pag nahalo ka, nagdidilim ka na rin. The kingdom of God unstoppably permeates all areas of society to affect change. Every Sunday, Saturday, nagagadar tayo rito. And that's fine. We strengthen ourselves with the Word of God. Okay? Nagkakam tayo dito. We ask God for strength. We ask God for resources. We ask God for the things that we need. So that right after this gathering, you will be scattered, you will be in offices, you will be in school, you will be in business, in all sectors of our society. And we need to permeate all areas of society to affect change. Naroon ka, kung ikaw man nagtatrabaho sa City Hall, naroon ka, hindi ka lamang isang bantay sa panalangin doon, nagmamasid ka at inaapektuhan mo yung iba. Ngayon, kung yung mga kasama mo tamad at ikaw pa ay naging tamad, wala na. Pero kung ikaw ay masipag, makikita nila yung kasipagan mo. And they will know it's because of Jesus that's in you. Amen? Amen. So, let's... Come on, come on. Pulang pa natin. <laughs> We need to saturate the entire society with good influence. Means God would like us to be an agent of transformation and influence to others. Because that's the role of the yeast. Arina lang, pagtingin mo, isa ng tinapay. At anong ginagawa sa tinapay? Pinambaba to? Kinakain. At pag kinain, anong nangyayari doon sa kumain? Nabusog. Diba? Lalo na kung libre. <laughs> Gustong-gusto ninyo yung libre. Nakakagutom, ano? Now, 
ito ang gusto sa atin ng Panginoon na ma-bless sa atin yung iba at ma-influensya natin sila. Now, let me give you areas of involvement and influence. Because sabi natin, the kingdom of God is within us and therefore we are parang we are like a yeast because the kingdom of God is like a yeast. Now, we can be involved on the area of ethics. Kung masipag ka, patuloy ka magpakasipag, ma-influensyan mo yung mga kasama mo. Matuturuan mo sila kung nasa gobyerno ka lalo na ang ibig sabihin ng honesty and integrity dahil hindi ka nagpapadala sa kanila. You respect the law of the land. You respect traffic lights. You respect the policeman. You respect human life. That's the way to affect our society. You respect your fellow men. You respect your office mate. You respect other people. Through your ethics, you can influence others. Amen. Second is charity. Kaya nga tayo mayroong real life, alam nyo ba yun? Because the grace that God has given us is for us to reach for the young people. Kasi bawat church, mayroong mga binigay sila sa, kanil- sa kanilang Panginoon. Mayroong mga church na naubaabot sa mga nakabilanggo. Okay? May tayo, nilagay na ng Lord sa puso natin, yung mga may hirap na hindi makapag-aral, tinuturungan natin sila na makapag-aral. Okay? And we can express our generosity in this cause. Volunteerism. Diba kapag ka merong mga nasasalanta ng bagyo, nasasalanta ng, uh, ng baha o ng kung ano mang sakuna, mag-volunteer tayo. Through charity, we can express, we can expand the kingdom of God. Because ang kainaman ho sa atin, hindi lang naman sa binibigyan natin sila ng regalo, kundi kasama nun ay yung regalo ng buhay. Jesus Christ. I remember my professor in when I was in, uh, when I was taking my master's in Ateneo, yung professor namin, yung babae siya, siya ay Christian. Okay? And so, sa klase, nalaman niya na ako ay pastor. At the end of her class, in-encourage siyang bawat isa sa amin na mag-ipon. Mag-ipon kami, tapos at the end of the class, dadali namin yun, naipon namin. At pupunta kami sa isang grupo ng mga may hirap na tao. During that time, first, we went to Makati Hospital. Ito yung maraming mga nanganak. Okay? So, gagawin namin, sabi yung structure niya, magpamigay tayo ng goods. And then, he, uh, she asked me to proclaim the word of God to them. Eh, sabi ko, makikinig kaya sila sa bagay. Kung ikaw nga naman ay bagong panganak, wala kang option talaga. Kundi ka makinig ng word of God. <laughs> Di ba? So, doon sila sa isang room, malaki yun. So, binigyan namin sila ng goods. Di ba? So, we got their attention already. Kasi, Yung professor ko, she was not a pastor. She was not a full-time worker. She's a professor. But she used her position in charity. She used her position to influence all of us to be generous with these people. Kaya napamigyan namin ng goods and I started proclaiming the gospel. Bakit? Kasi yung mga kasama ako, karamihan sa kanila, puro foreigners, di naman marunong magtagalog. So, ako yung nakakapagtagalog, so ako yung nag-preach ng salita ng Panginoon. Pangalawa, hindi rin naman sila Kristiyano eh. So, pati sila kasama na sa... <laughs> so, siguro, I hope naintindihan nila yung Tagalog ko. Okay. Pero yung mga buntis, na, mga nanganak na nando doon, they all accepted the Lord. Not only that, pati yung mga nagbabantay sa kanila, nakarinig ng salita ng Diyos. Now, that is our professor's contribution as a professor to rally all of us for that cause. At pangalawa, pinuntahan namin lahat ng mga security guard doon sa, just sa Ateneo. 
So, lahat ng mga security guard ginather, tapos binigyan namin ng goods, at pagkatapos ay pinagpray namin, and then, bago yun, I proclaimed the word of God. Kaya tuwing papasok ako kahit wala akong ID, gumaganyo sa akin yung mga security guard. Nakilala na ako eh. We have to be involved because our involvement, our, un- our influence would certainly advance the kingdom of God. Third is your creativity. Let us excel in every area. Let us be creative in, in arts, in sports, in culture. Kilala nyo di ba si Alapag? O baka si Jaworski pa rin kilala nyo naman. Okay. Si Alapag, nakaabot niya yung record ni Alan kay Dick na pinakamaraming three-point. Napantayan niya. Hindi lang napantayan. Ngayon, nalagpasan niya na. Okay? Sa PBA, siya yung may pinakamaraming three-point. So, glorify niya si Lord sa kanyang pagkakareceive ng award na yun. Nagiging vehicle yun for him to have the moral ascendancy to proclaim the gospel. Kaya nga, pinasalamatan niya si Lord. By the way, he's attending Victory Fort. Ha? So, makikita natin, kahit sa area ng sport, hindi man siya pastor, hindi man, but you can in your own little way advance the kingdom of God. Tapos nagtataka tayo, bakit si Manny na nagwi-weirduhan tayo at nananalo siya, nagpapasalamat siya kay Lord, nagpipray siya. Bakit binabanggit niya si Jesus tuwing ini-interview siya? He is using his mileage to advance the kingdom of God. Are you there? Samantalang boksingero siya. Palakpakan natin si Lord. Maraming sabihin niyo, eh, Pastor, hindi naman ako kasing sikat ni Alapag, hindi naman ako kasing sikat ni Jeremy Lin, ni Manny Pacquiao. You may not be known just like them, but certainly you have your own way of influencing people. To where you are now, kung saan ka magaling ngayon, you can use that to influence people. Maring coach ka ng basket, isang basketball team. Maring ikaw ay isang artista. <coughs> Hindi ako yun. <laughs> you can make an influence and impact to our society. In leadership, God created us not to be the tails but to be the heads. Meron tayo isang member dito, president siya ng Homeowners Association, na wala yung corruption doon sa Homeowners Association na yun, nung siya yung maging presidente. Bakit? Dahil kristyano siya, ayaw niya mag-compromise. Lahat ng nakikita niyang mga sablay, talagang pinahinto niya. At naging maayos yung takbo doon sa Homeowners Association yun. Bakit? Dahil siya isang kristyano at siya yung ginawang head ng Homeowners Association na yun. Maring hindi ka head ng Homeowners Association, maring head ka ng Tricycle Association of the Philippines o ka ng Pedicab Association of the Philippines. But you can still create an influence. Amen? Whatever position of leadership you are in right now, kahit barangay chairman ka, kahit ikaw ay mayor, whatever you are, and whoever you are in your respective community, you can make an influence. Because this influence that we make with people is heading towards the advancement of God's kingdom. Amen. Jesus taught us to have this kind of prayer, Matthew 6, 9 to 10. This is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come. It is both an immediate prayer and a futuristic kind of prayer, a prophetic prayer, meaning the literal kingdom of God would come. But while that is not possible as of this moment, kingdom come, the invisible kingdom 
would come upon the hearts of so many people. Now, I would like to give you a basic illustration that's also in the Bible, that is in the life of Paul and Silas. We know that they were on the mission of advancing God's kingdom. They went to Macedonia. They just somehow shared the word of God to Lydia, and Lydia was converted, and her entire family. And when they were about to go to the place of prayer, merong isang fortune teller na sumisigaw. At pinagkakalat sa kanilang paligid. These are servants of the Most High God. Abay, tama naman yung sinisigaw nila. Pero nairita si Pablo. Alam nyo kung bakit? Because they were on a secret mission. Ba- bawal eh. Na, bawal na spread nila. What I mean is, sabi kong underground. The gospel must spread silently kasi prohibited sila. Nakuhan yung ibig kong sabihin. Pero ang babae ito sinisigaw, they are servants of the Most High God. So, na-discern ni Paul at ni Silas na ang babaeng ito hindi nakatutulong, they were just actually hindering the purpose of God of advancing His kingdom. So, lumapit si Paul at si Silas at ni-rebuke yung spirit into that woman. So, sa madali salita, umalis yung demonyo. Ang ibig sabihin nun, the kingdom of God advanced into that lady kasi umalis yung demonyo eh. And the spirit of God replaced that. So, yung babae hindi na ngayon makapanghula yung handlers, yung owners ng babae na yon, na ginagamit yung babae yung parang negosyo, hindi na makapagnegosyo ngayon, hindi na makakuha ng pera. Okay? Wala na magbabay dahil wala din na siya makapangula. So, they made an accusation against Paul and Silas that they were making an uproar among the people. So, they were put in prison. Tinalian sila at nilatigo. Kinulong na, tinalian ng kamay, tinalian ng pa, at saka sila ay nilatigo. The enemy was trying to hinder them from advancing the kingdom of God. And that is the picture that we see even in our days. But Paul and Silas were not discouraged. They just kept on praying and worshiping God. Hindi sila huminto ang ikinulong ang kanilang physical na katawan, pero hindi kanilang espirito, hindi ang kanilang kaluluwa, hindi ang kanilang puso para sa Diyos. They started worshiping God, and suddenly the Holy Spirit moved. And there was a real earthquake that took place. Natanggal bigla yung kandado ng bilangguan, natanggal yung kanilang mga yung mga kanilang mga tali sa kanilang kamay sa kanilang mga paa. Nanginig yung jailer na nagbabantay. At natakot siya, papatay niya ang kanyang sarili. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil yung parusa na ibinigay kina Kapol at Silas kapag sila ay nakawala, yun din ang ibibigay na parusa sa kanya. Kaya nag mag-intenda siyang magpapakamatay nung makita ni Paul, having that kingdom mindset in his mind. Sabi niya, don't harm yourself, we are still here. At nagmadali yung jailer, sabi niya, what must I do to be saved? Ang tanong niya is a physical salvation. Kasi sigurado parurusahan siya pag na, dahil na nakawala na sila Paul at Silas. Eh. What must I do to be saved? Now, ito si Paul. Listen to me very carefully because this is important. If you have a kingdom mindset, this is the way you should answer. Katulad ng sinagot ni Paul. Ang tanong is a physical salvation. Paul made a spiritual answer. At ito yung sagot niya. They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. What the devil meant for evil, the Lord meant it for good. Hindi lamang yung jailer ang nakarinig ng salita ng Panginoon, 
Paul and Silas took the opportunity of proclaiming the gospel even to his household. Amen. Yung taong inatasan para magbantay, para mag-restrict sa kanila, para ikulong sila, ang naging opportunity ni Paul at ni Silas para pangaralan ng salita ng Panginoon. And in verse 33, at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Amen. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God he and his whole household. Napigilan ba ang pag-advance ng kingdom of God? No. Katunayan, as may lalo pang nag-advance, nag-advance sa family ng jailer at sa kanya. Church, we need to have our kingdom mindset. The kingdom has not yet, the visible kingdom has not yet come, but we can operate that through the invisible kingdom, we can advance the kingdom of God. And God is expecting each one of us to do the same. The church is the primary tool of God in advancing His kingdom. Walang ibang inaasahan ng Diyos. Walang plan B. It's only plan A. And the plan A is us. As a church. We are the primary tool of God to advance His kingdom. Now my question now is, is God's kingdom advancing in your family? Is God's kingdom advancing in your parents, in your children, in your relatives, in your schoolmate, in your office mate, in your friends, is God's kingdom advancing to where you are right now. God would like us to be so influential in a positive way. God would like us to be a blessing to people. God would like us to make a difference and impact so that God's kingdom would advance. We are the mustard seed. We are the yeast because we have the first mustard seed, we have the first yeast, and that is Jesus Christ Himself. Unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And being born again is an experience of receiving Christ as Lord and personal Savior. We can only be a blessing to others unless we receive the greatest blessing, and that is Jesus. Is Christ in your heart today? Sa oras na ito, Gusto ng Diyos maghari sa iyo, sa iyong pamilya, sa mga paligid mo. Ang pagkakaparito mo kapatid sa lugar na ito, hindi isang aksidente. May plano ang Panginoon kung bakit dinala ka niya dito. At ano man ang kalagayan mo sa buhay, ano man ang iyong sitwasyon, ang una higit sa lahat, nasa iyo na ba si Jesus? Nasa puso mo na ba siya? We can only be an agent of change if we ourselves experience the change. And it will happen if Jesus is in our hearts. Nagahari na ba siya sa buhay mo? Si Jesus ay namatay at nabuhay na muli para sa'yo. Hindi para sa kanyang sarili. Hindi para sa'yo dahil mahal ka ng Panginoon. Alam niya sa saganang iyo, hindi mo kaya magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan. Hindi mo kaya magkaroon ng pagbabago. Si Jesus lang ang makababago ng isang puso. 
sa oras na ito habang tayo nakayuko at nakapikit alam kong nangungusap marami sa inyo nangungusap ang Panginoon and if you would like to surrender your life to Jesus today and you are making this decision Lord sa araw na ito ibibigay ko puso ko sa iyo if you are, if you are that person saan ka man nakaupo sa lugar na ito don't mind the person beside you don't think of those people in front and at your back it's just between you and God would you like to receive Jesus right now in your heart will you please raise your hands and I'll pray for you don't be afraid don't be shy just lift up your hands this is the moment that God has been waiting for for you thank you for those hands the Lord can see you well thank you the Lord can see you just lift up your hands lift it up high yes thank you the Lord can see you this will determine this decision will be the greatest decision that you will make in your life because this has something to do not just with your future but with your eternity See, if you want to have Jesus in your heart, just lift your hands up high without doubt, without any hesitation. Just lift up your hands. Yes, thank you for these hands. At last call, I will count one to three to give you the chance and the opportunity. Lift up your hands. One, two, and three. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's kamay with all humility of your heart. Can you just stand up right now? Tayo lang po kayo and I'll pray for you. Sige, wag po kayo mahiya. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay. Tumayo po kayo. Wala pong dapat na ikahiya. The Lord can see your heart. Let's continue to bust, bow down our head. Lahat po ng mga tumayo, sumabay lamang po kayo ng taimtim sa panalangin ito. At sabihin niyo Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo po ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan sinusuko ko sa iyo ang aking buhay tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon bilang aking Hari at tagapagligtas ng aking buhay salamat Panginoon sa karapatang maging anak ng Diyos at sa buhay na walang hanggan nananampalataya ako ikaw ay namatay at nabuhay na muli para magkaroon ako ng kaligtasan salamat po Panginoon salamat po